Welcome everybody to Bitten by a Radioactive podcast, where we give powers to a name, and we have overcome our struggles with villainy. After last week, we have come back stronger than ever. Stratosphere, Hydrosphere shan't keep us down. We will break free from her bonds, her icy bonds. My name is Dean McKnight, and I'm here to create a superhero for you guys and gals to enjoy and to have a little bit of fun with, because we're going to have a little bit of fun with them as well. Isn't that right, Josh Randall? It is correct, yes. Excellent. And we're going to create this superhero together using a random prompt. Isn't that right? Jade Sarson. Heck yeah, it is. Heck yes. So, friends, Josh, Jade, what have you guys been reading for a little bit of uh, inspiration? We're going to kick right into it. We are really like streamlining this process, aren't we? We're eight episodes in now. We have a clear vision of what we're doing, how we're making these these superheroes, how we're making these shows. There's no excuses now. This is all killer. No. Without killers, filler. though. No filler, yeah. I was going to make like a whole, like, all killers, but we make heroes so we, they don't kill joke. Oof. See, this bit at the start where Dean just tries to string together we were doing re- rambly nonsense is the filler. We were doing so well. Josh, save me. Tell me what you've been reading. This, <laughs> Distraction. This week, uh, I kind of feel bad because I've already recommended one of his works before, but I have gone for Grant Morrison and Steve Yoel's uh, Zenith. Ooh. Uh, if it was made now, it'd be... They probably described the titular hero, Zenith, as a millennial hero. But when was it made? It was made in the late 80s. Forward thinking much? Yeah. You're going to have to explain. Why would they call him a millennial hero? Well, okay. To set the scene. In a world where um, heroes aren't really a thing anymore. They used to be a thing during the 60s and 70s. Uh, they'd have all these like superstar heroes and stuff. There's only one hero now who is uh, Zenith. But he's actually more interested in making music videos. And, okay. kind of, and just appearing on top of the pops and getting drunk than being mm. actual superhero. So they want to do their own thing and not be held down by the superhero game. Yeah. Like, nice. And uh, the first volume, they've done in these really nice hardbacks. It ran in 2000 AD. And the first uh, volume is pretty much about a... It's a Nazi supervillain um, <laughs> called uh, Masterman um, who gets brought back into like the 1980s and that kind of thing. Classic. If you're going to have a first villain, just go straight for Nazi. Like, it's let's easy. get that out the way first. Oh, and a bunch of kind of multiversal spirit demons, because, you know, you gotta. You gotta. Especially with the Nazi angle going on as well. Mm. Mm. Excellent. That's good. That's a hero inspiration. Like, like I said, we got the villains out of the way. If we're going to make an actual superhero with, like, a heart of gold and all that shit, it's going to be great. Jade, how are you going to fuel yourself to create this superhero? Well, uh, I thought I'd read a comic that I have been meaning to read for ages and has kind of a, a story and characters that I don't usually read about so that it would kind of give me some inspiration to do something different, you know? Oh, nice. That's good. Uh, so I've, I've been reading Drugs and Wires by Cryoclair and E.O. Black. Oh, are you going for a little webcomic? Yeah, well, I've got it in print as well, so I decided to read the uh, first chapter. Pray tell, uh, what's it so... all about? Yeah, this is about... So, so you know those really shitty delivery people you sometimes get who, like, deliver to either your neighbour and they don't tell you, they don't leave you a slip, or perhaps you've got something really fragile coming so you've put a hundred million labels on it that say fragile and they'll throw it over a fence and into a puddle. Yeah, I really hate it when, yo, Dell, 
<coughs> Yo, Dell livery gets wasted like that. Go on. Yeah, so so those kind of shitty people. That's one of those is our protagonist. Hmm. Um. So he's he's a really shitty delivery person. But here's the kicker: he lives in a 1995 post-Soviet, almost dystopian society. Beautiful. Uh, cyborgs roam. Virtual reality is illegal, and he's a VR addict. Okay. So it's got this great kind of sci-fi angle to it. And there's, like, I think so far the the plot is kind of a bit slow to get going, but I, I love this kind of thing because it's about the disconnect between what's going on in the real world and what you want to be experiencing, which is, you know, VR, um, your ideal world. Um, but there's a worm that's attacking VR users, and slowly kind of compiling a list of people that is taken down online. It's weird how many of these words you're saying can be applied to 2017 life right now. I know, right? But it's set in 1995. Uh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great story. Um, the protagonist is really funny. Because um, like I said, he's a, he's a shitty delivery person. And he's not currently able to use VR for reasons that I, I won't say because they're spoilers. But he's also addicted to, you know, actual drugs. Um, of course, of and course. The, the writing is so funny and clever. Like, there's a bit where he's he's driving to his job and he's saying to himself, positive thoughts, positive thoughts. And then out of the glove compartment, he pulls like a packet of drugs that are called positive thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's so funny. Um, and the other thing that's greatly appealing to me is that there's um, the other main character is a female back alley doctor who, the best way I can just, describer is think the tf2 medic oh boy so like just not so botso in a back alley fucking up some cyborgs against their will <laughs> i i've seen that floating around the the uk comic scene mm. and it's it's one on my list and i will pick it up especially after your recommendation jade hey maybe we should all check that out yeah definitely drugs and wires let's all let's all go to the lobby and check out that comic after <laughs> okay. the show after so what about what about you dean what have you been reading hey guess what i've also been uh, checking out a webcomic also been checking out a uk webcomic Ooh. uh it's a little one called the wastelands Ooh. by Gemma sheldrake aka petit creme uh it's again it's it's been on my list and i thought it'd be a great opportunity to check it out much like yourself jade pushing my boundaries a little bit because mm. it's uh set in this sort of central american ancient Central American star world where uh, the gods used to roam and they used to um, intermingle with the mortals and help out. But uh, a few decades ago, they abandoned them and now they're trying to survive in these, uh, for not forbidden, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Forsaken lands. So there's, there's demons everywhere, the land's poisoned. And amidst all of this, there's a young woman, young Earth current day woman called Amy, who finds herself in these lands for a mysterious reason. And she has to uh, try and get herself out with the help of uh, the first person she meets in this world, a guy called Cairo, who um, is her guide to this weird, fascinating, extremely uh, thick lord world. Like That's one of the great strengths about this comic, is that it really transports you to this sort of this ancient world where everyone's kind of living a little bit in fear because, well, everything they knew has been taken away from them. And uh, Gemma does this really great job of all the um, deity illustrations. And of course, they're done in that really cool angular 
uh, thick-lined Aztec style. You know what the one I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So like like woodblock carved or stone. Yeah, chisel. yeah, yeah. Lots of stone carving. She she d- does these really nice uh, backgrounds with them. Oh yeah, Gemma's backgrounds are probably some of the most amazing I've seen. Yeah, yeah. She she she's one of them good artists. But yeah, I I had a fantastic time reading it. There's like hundreds of pages as well. She's been doing it since uh, 2011. So uh, you're going into it with uh, plenty of pages to get through. Not like one of those recent web comics where you read like 10 pages and you're like, oh no, I need more. It's really cool. Some great characters. Um, Amy and Kyra have some nice, uh, some nice chemistry going on. And they're, uh, they have this reptilian steed called Zanu who's uh, a little bit snarky. But he, he's great. He's loyal. He's uh, basically what you want your perfect dog to be. <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, it's, it's kind of Dark Soulsy in the way that it's sort of that very grim world. Uh, but at, le- at least with this one, there's people in it and they're, they're very nice. So you should go check that out. Uh, Gemma Sheldrake, Petit Creme, Wastelands. Um, and also, if you want to talk a little bit about Overwatch, she's been real into that as well. So you should go <laughs> should go whisper some stuff also, about Also, um, I'm pretty sure that both Wastelands, or The Wastelands, sorry, mm-hmm. and Drugs and Wires are both available on like Tapastic and whatnot. So you can easily get them for free. Yes, absolutely. Go check them out, guys. It'll be well worth your time. Meanwhile, I believe Zenith is probably only available in print, yes? That is correct. So, speaking of comics, we should probably come up with the protagonist of a comic. Ooh. And if you, listeners, want to help us out with that, there is a way you can. If you leave us a review in iTunes, you'll have the opportunity for your name to be taken and used as the basis for one of our superheroes. Isn't that the fucking greatest thing you ever done heard? I mean, last week it was in the form of stratosphere, hydrosphere. And the week before that, we had um, McFly and the New Wave Threaders. So mm. the, these are the names we live for. <laughs> so leave us a review on iTunes. Get in there and we might use your name. It's going to be great. And you too can be a hero. You too can be a hero. Speaking of which, let's make one, shall we, guys? Mm-hmm. So I mentioned very briefly in passing Overwatch. I want, it's a video game, it's not a comic, we're, we're legally not allowed to talk about it. It's in the contract. Okay. Um, but they have this one character called Doomfist. <laughs> now, Doomfist is just the greatest name I've ever heard. It literally tells you everything about the character in that name. So I sort of took a scalpel to Doomfist's name and I broke it down to its component parts. I'm calling this the Doomfist method for sure. So it's a body part and a synonym for good or evil. Oh. I've made a list of uh, some synonyms for for good, such as magnificent, uh, premium, world-class, excellent, glorious, deluxe. These are superhero names in the making. (laughs) And on the other end, I have your simple random body part generator. I'm, I'm really not looking forward to magnificent ankle. You should. Yeah, I really hope you put like <laughs> the most tedious parts of the body on there. Oh, dude, I was giving it a few test runs earlier, and I got ball of the foot. So, okay, we we might get choice ball of the foot. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Okay, bring it on. All right, I've got a random number generator here from uh, one to seventy-nine. I got seventy-nine synonyms, so I'm going to generate one now. So, supreme. Okay, we're, we're off to a good start. Supreme. Okay. Supreme. Josh, 
You're okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it all depends on what the body part is. Um, Supreme knuckle are we going to be getting? Supreme heel? Supreme fingernail? Would you like to find out? Yes, please. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. So, our superhero today is um, Supreme Eyebrow. (laughs) Fuck me. It's Supreme Eyebrow. (laughs) So... Perfect. The most perfect part of the body. Who is Supreme Eyebrow, Josh and Jade? An emotion-based hero, I would assume. Are you going straight in with... Okay, you sound like you got an idea there with emotion-based superhero. Yes. Go on. Well, I just immediately thought of... Uh, eyebrows are just like my favorite thing when I'm drawing characters, right? Because mm-hmm. they're just... I don't know, sometimes if you've got a boring expression, eyebrows are just the perfect way to just catapult an expression into the stratosphere. Hey, hey, get that reference. But yeah, it's... There's something about eyebrows that just really gets across the attitude of a person. Yes, yes. You know, so maybe this hero can use their eyebrows somehow to manipulate people's emotions. Okay. Like, depending on how they angle their eyebrow or twitch it or, you know, scrunch up their face, maybe different movements of the eyebrow affect people differently. Eyebrows do a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to projecting your emotions mm. you, you've identified that brilliantly is it is it kind of weird and manipulative if our superhero controls people with their eyebrows being like you're angry now why don't you fight for me you're happy now forget about all your troubles and forget about how you're in prison that's kind of creepy it's kind of creepy are you don't saying you think? it are you saying it makes them seem more like a villain makes them seem more like someone who no we can't make another villain no 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 I think that could be an interesting interesting thing to play off. Um, I'm slightly reminded of the hero in My Hero Academia. I knew you were going to say that. Shinso, who yeah. is constantly believed to have had quite a villainous quirk. For those of you who haven't been reading it, despite our stellar recommendation and the great tweet storm I did about it, um, <laughs> Shins- Shinso is able to brainwash people by making it them answer questions. It was mind question- control. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's better. Mind control by making them answer questions. Hmm. Like, hmm. if they reply to him, then they come under the, his control. Yeah. And everyone's all like, oh, he'd be a perfect for a villain. Yeah, I guess. And everyone sees him sort of villainous. And it doesn't help that he has, like, spiky blue hair and he has, like, very sharp eyes. Yeah, and... yeah baggy eyes. But no, hmm. but it's only after, like, a couple of matches that he everyone's like, oh, actually, he'd be really useful in, like, hostage situations mm. or things like that. So I think we could easily get Supreme Eyebrow into this kind of tier, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's it's not about the power you have. It's how you use it. Because with great power comes great drinking responsibly. Exactly. This message brought to you by Silver's Bar. Yeah. We, Home of the regulars. We've got enough episodes to make weird references. Oh my God. To all of our first time listeners, I do apologize in advance. But I kind of don't. You should. I don't. Watch. Go back and listen yeah. to those episodes. Yeah, what exactly. They're, they're all great. Because this will be one, one of the one episodes where I, I've given myself a limiter this week. I'm not going to mention Sidetrack. You just did. Other than me mentioning that I'm not going to mention him. I'm not going to be mentioning Sidetrack on this week's episode. I don't That's believe okay. that. I'll, I'll take up the mantle. It's fine. I don't believe that for a second. Ducky could turn up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But And Ducky turns up riding on the rails. <laughs> hey, th- th- those are your words, not mine. But Supreme, Supreme Eyebrow. eyebrow. Supreme, let's get back to Supreme Eyebrow. Is there, 
when, as soon as I thought of Supreme Eyebrow, I thought of some kind of weird... You know how people like to kind of shape their eyebrows? Yeah. Hmm. They have that kind of weird threading thing. Okay. So at one point, I wasn't sure if they could be like... Their kind of tool of use would be a roll of thread. Hmm. Maybe that could be how they um, control their emotions, is by doing some kind of weird ninja-esque threading. <laughs> they have to pluck their own eyebrows before they can use their powers. Well, it, Maybe, it, it, it might not be them, but they, they could do it to the other people. No, no, no. Yeah, I like that a lot. No, I like right? that a lot. Imagine, right, uh, Supreme Eyebrow, they have like very bushy facial hair, but if their facial hair gets too unkempt, they can't use their superpower. So they have to keep everything very readable because their, their powers are based on their emotions being recognized and, you know, read at a glance. So if they've got like mm. a, a massive beard that covers their their face or if they've got eyebrows that are just like everywhere or a hair, even a hairstyle that's too distracting, you're not going to know what they're talking about or what they're trying to say to you properly. Because I don't know, there's some ridiculous percentage of of human communication that is isn't vocal it's like i think yeah. something like 20 percent is vocal the rest is all body language and facial recognition and all that junk so they have to maintain like a good a good face <laughs> i guess right yeah no i get what you're saying like their eyebrows have to stand out hmm. can they dye their eyebrows like a heroic color what's a heroic eyebrow color dean red blue and red or stripe <laughs> think- stripy eyebrows we th- or what? Or, yeah, ooh, yeah, that works. Because if you think about it, Spider-Man and Superman both have a pretty much the same colour scheme. There you go. The most heroic Oh, I've just heroes. thought of a weakness. I've thought of a weakness. Oh, okay. So if they can't... Well, there's a lot of people I know that they use wax for their eyebrows. Hmm. And they, they cover them up and then they'll paint on a new eyebrow. Oh, oh, yes. You know? <laughs> so maybe... Uh, Supreme eyebrows weakness is that if they can't access the real eyebrow, it is alopecia. then they can't determine the real emotion of the person. <laughs> oh, oh! What if? Imagine if they're like kind of bad at reading people in general. Hmm. No, I don't like that. I like your idea better. Where like? No, actually, that's kind of cool though. What if like it's not even in like a hero versus villain situation? Maybe this is their their everyday everyday life problem so like they go for an interview at like a salon or something because i envision with their eyebrow expertise they'd probably want to work in an eyebrow threading place or something i was thinking beautician yeah yeah so maybe they go for an interview but the person like the manager has wax eyebrows (laughs) and in the interview like supreme eyebrow was trying to like like they were banking on being able to just read the emotions during the whole interview but because they can't now they're just completely flustered and they fail the interview they, they, they just come in and their interviewer is wearing sunglasses oh <laughs> it's like oh can do you, could you take the glasses off i'm the boss here i'm the boss <laughs> oh, no. here my dude tell me about yourself every time there's like an arched eyebrow that just peeks over the rim of the glasses she's like i got it i got a little bit yeah okay we're, we're getting there now we're 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 churning out these ideas. A beautician superhero with hypnosis powers, are we calling it? I think it should be a combo because the way the, the two situations we've described evoke two different powers. One is understanding emotion and the other is manipulating emotion. So he's got like emotional kinesis almost. 
Hmm. That, wait, that's just hypnosis. What the fuck am I talking about? When, I guess, yeah. Is it though? Because hip- uh, hmm. I guess we have to decide what to what extent they are able to control the person. But firstly, before I forget, I want to establish firmly how they gain control of a person. Because I'd like it to be what Josh said earlier to do with like thread. Okay. So I, I, because I envision like coming back to our typical example, it, it's a good all rounder um, of a hostage situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's threaded the brows like very quickly, like she's threaded the brows of these villains. Oh, you making her a she? Oh, uh, I don't know. That was my first assumption, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm okay with a she. You good with a she, Josh? Sure. Okay. I like it. So. She's threaded these guys and they're trying to control themselves. And I imagine like to regain control of your body, perhaps you either have to have a really good hold on your emotions or you have to pull this thread out like really dramatically out of your out of your forehead. Oh, okay. So we've gone from like simply looking at someone and hypnotizing them to like planting something on their person. Well, isn't threading about getting like two threads and then just pulling out the hair? Mm. Yeah, that's that's the the beauty thing. But we we can change that up. We're superheroes. Well, like what I'm saying is, if she threads the eyebrows, she can manipulate the hair in the eyebrows. So oh. that's how she's controlling them. Oh, okay. But what I'm saying is, the two parts of her powers, like they're so split because she can read people's emotions without needing to touch their eyebrows because that's a visual thing. Hmm. Whereas manipulating them is more of a physical thing, so that requires doing something physical. Do you see what I mean? I, yeah. Yeah, I get it. So she's almost okay. like she's sculpting the emotion onto their face almost. Yes, Ooh, exactly. That's a really good way of describing it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay, with that. So she literally forces them to feel a thing, which sounds villainous, but it's not. It's heroic. She's doing it to bad people. Yes. Disclaimer. Disclaimers. Disclaimers. <laughs> we have quite a few heroes like that because if you think about it, uh, Stone and Muller were quite—they're obviously pulverizing people into a fine yeah. dust. They were our second attempt, though. We we were we were green, but now and, and green hyena. She was. Uh, <laughs> she had some interesting morals. Do you know what we haven't done? What do you know what we haven't done for a superhero yet? We've had teams. We've had duos. We've not had like a straight up sidekick yet. Well, you know yeah. what I'm saying. <clears throat> Trying to bite my fist. Uh, we, we we nearly had a sidekick. No, then... no, don't. <clears throat> no. Uh, What's that in the distance? No, it's fine. No, it's nothing. <laughs> no, it's nothing. <laughs> oh, it's sidetrack. Here he oh. comes. That good boy. Oh, for fourth episode in a row. <sighs> I was doing so well. It's okay. I got you back. Thank you. Yes, we could. We can talk about a sidekick. <laughs> A kick, a sidekick. Side there he goes. Kick. He's gone. Okay, we need we need a legit sidekick. I'm gonna generate one right now before you guys. Can it? St- oh, you're gonna generate one. Cool. I'm gonna generate one. Yeah, go on. I hope um, it's I hope it's facial based. Um, I can tell you for a, uh, right now, it's not. Oh, it's, it's, it's right. not like pinky toe. Amazing, is it? <laughs> <laughs> the amazing pinky toe. It just no, it doesn't it's, roll off the tongue. So you've got supreme eyebrow uh-huh. and her sidekick. Tip top upper arm. Tip top upper arm. <laughs> 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 oh god. Okay, doke. Um, well, she's never missed arm day. 
Well, whilst no, we he's had never missed upper arm day. Super supreme eyebrow kind of had the focus on the eyebrow bit, but I kind of feel like tip top upper arm. The tip top is the bit that's kind of jumping out at me. Right. Why is that? It might just be the word. Tip top is a <laughs> tip top word. I've not heard the word tip top in twenty years. <laughs> I'm. I've never heard it used. I, I haven't heard it since the nineteen thirties. I've never heard it used like sincerely. It's like, oh, this thing is tip top. It's like, oh, oh man, a joke. I, I listened to your last episode. It was tip top. If someone said that my episode was tip top, I'd be, I, P- I'd say perplexed like, first. That and I'd be like, thank you. I'd be delighted, just straight up delighted. Someone please come and say that to me in person so I can be delighted. I imagine tip top's quite a. I think tip top kind of. I want to say it again, tip top. He's tip top. He's tip top upper arm. Maybe that's one of her things. Like she just keeps trying to get people to say her name. She's really sorry. I've gone to a she again. No, that's cool. But I'm imagining like a female duo. We've had brothers. Let's have like a female duo as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, maybe like everyone's about like supreme eyebrow, and and she comes in. She's like elbowing people with her very strong upper arm and weak lower arm, being like, "Eh, "Wasn't that some tip top performance?" Ah, She's ah." top heavy. Oh my, is she going to be like Scrappy-Doo, like just the annoying sidekick that just kind of gets in the way? Like her upper arms, her her upper arms are just so unwieldy and so broad and in the way that they just, they knock everyone over and like. I am kind of expecting like quite like a spunky Brit. It has to be with fucking tip top. Do you think perhaps... If she's like a goofball sidekick, perhaps Supreme Eyebrow didn't actually bring her on to be a real help in heroic situations. Maybe Tip Top is just there to carry all the eyebrow sculpting equipment. <laughs> because of her she, really good upper upper body strength. Yeah, yeah. She put in an ad like, help wanted. Um, oh, okay, backstory. She put in an ad for, she might work in like a beauty salon. And she's all like, help wanted, I need an assistant, they gotta carry all my heavy goods, uh, apply within. And then this, like, little 13-year-old bodybuilding lady is all like, yo, I can help. I'm, I'm, I'm tip-top good at it. She's gotta be like a brat. Okay. And I, I think it was more that the, the voice doesn't particularly match. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a tip-top superhero lady. I'm a, I'm, I'm a tip-top teen. <laughs> she's a tip-top? No. <laughs> can we? Okay, I, we got to now, don't we? You've let the genie out of the bowl. So this tip-top teen, um, <laughs> she applies for this job, and she somehow stumbles upon Supreme Eyebrow's superhero business, and she sort of forces her way into there. She insists. It has to be a summer job then, because otherwise she won't be able to like do it during school time and whatnot. Oh, of course. Of course. Tip-top. Her name is now Tamara. Tamara no, it has to be Tendon. No, it has to be shorter than that. Has, has mm, to work okay. for some reason. I just think like Tip Top Tammy, Tammy or something. Yeah, Tammy. Although Tammy, Tamara f- does work for like longhand, I guess. Yeah. So it was, she's, that's fine. She's Tammy. Tammy Trey, the Tip Top teen, who's Tip Top upper arm. She is Supreme Eyebrows, Scrappy Doo esque. Sidekick, and I kind of love her. I'm kind of a big fan. I imagine her kind of being like a Girl Scout kind of thing. What you mean, like 
we're kind of slowly veering into like up territory where she ends up being like uh, the little kid in that film. And then, and then at the very end, Supreme Eyebrow threads together a bunch of balloons. <laughs> Just to carry Tip Top away because yeah. she doesn't know how to tell her that summer's over and the job's finished. <laughs> you have to leave. Tammy, you have to go. No, I want to stay and help you. Oh, well, okay. But please, just... Supreme Eyebrow. This has been the best summer ever. <laughs> you guys do it. Oh. Supreme Eyebrow. Let's go back on track. Who is... Track. Who is Supreme Eyebrow? What's what's her name? Josh, give me a name. Pam. Pam. Thanks, Josh, <laughs> for your creative energies and influences and inspirations. Her name is Pam. Pamela Needleby. See, that's the shit, Josh. Where oh, were you? I don't want to take it all for myself. I, I got out the threading stuff. Take it all for yourself. You, I got the you, tip you... top teen. I don't, I don't want to start taking your last names as well. Fine. First name Randall, if you insist. So, Pamela. Pamela Needleby. See, Needleby is a very regal name. Jade? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we can have like a hot fuzz situation where she works out in like the sticks in a... Oh, we've got our first British superhero. It's about is, time. It's about time, isn't it? It is. She she works in some crappy Kent village where it's like one of those spas that's built into like an old manor house or a castle. You know the kind. I imagine the There con- can't be much crime going on that way, no? No, you haven't seen Hot Fuzz. I mean, I have. <laughs> it's one of my favorite films, but... Listen. <clears throat> listen, there's bratty teenagers... There's... Ooh, how about what, for some reason in the countryside this is, is entirely wild speculation mm-hmm. I imagine the countryside has a lot of bushy eyebrows that's true I it's, mean... it's, it's an odd assumption to make I realise but I, I bet mean, it's true I live in the Midlands and my bushy as heck eyebrows are you know dominating things up here I bet their eyebrows are thick as now what I am thinking is that old Pammy moves mm-hmm. her way throughout the entire town, kind of making everyone's eyebrows look really good. Hmm. And then, with that success, she decides to move it to the big city to make her fortune. Ah. Yes. Okay, I like this. See, for a second there, I thought you were going down a different route for, hmm. like, oh, shit, give me a second. Okay. No, can't remember. I was thinking of a British film where they take a hairdressing competition to, like, a tiny country village. But, like, loads of big city folk with, like, wacky hairstyles. I was, you know, envisioning mm. something like that. But you're taking it the other way, which is fine. I have a request. I, w- I will hear it. Can we make her a, not a failed business owner, but, like, struggling? She's got to struggle. Because C- we've... Ooh, hello. Right? Because I might everyone... have got it. Uh, Go on. Okay. Um, could that be one of... The... No, never mind. Because I was about to say, can we make it that, like, tip-top Tammy... Is actually asked for like maybe like a work experience thing. That, for that's pa- even better and even more British. Yes. Uh, well, Pamela's work, her interviews aren't going so well. So she decides to go start her own business. Maybe go like freelance. Yeah, I was going to go that. So mm-hmm. she decides to ask for some help, and then maybe it's after like once they moved into the city, they do a they're just help, helping out a client, and then Tammy suddenly like realizes, whoa, those moves, the way that she threaded those eyebrows. Oh, sorry, that's not even Tammy's voice. Whoa! Yeah, try again. Those eyebrows! <laughs> <laughs> and then she realised that... So she- wait, she doesn't She doesn't have a premises then, so they're, they're just doing it in-house. Pretty much. House calls. Yeah. 
Nice, I like that. But that's a good way to scope crime, though. If you, yeah, because then she can travel all over the place. It could just happen in a random street. And this isn't going yeah. to be like a Hell's Kitchen kind of thing where all crime happens on this one block. No, no, no. 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 But the great thing about that is, right, because a lot of old people have very bushy eyebrows, she can sort of get in and be all like, hey, hey, you're all right? And then these old people can, old people can be all like, oh, I got scammed yesterday. Oh, that's a shame. Tell me all the details. <laughs> I do want to clear up a plot hole, though. We've already got a plot hole. Oh, oh shit. Already. Um, because she's failing her interviews. We, we haven't but... even thought of a plot yet. And we've already got plot holes appearing. Right. <laughs> I, I'm going to preempt She's got to thread them up, God, quick. Yeah. I'm, I'm preempting. I'm the preempting pothole filler. Yep. That's my new superhero name. But people might be shouting into their various listening devices and be all like, but Dean, Jade, and Josh, why doesn't Supreme Eyebrow just do the eyebrows of whoever's interviewing her and be all in, oh, in with a job? Okay, yeah, that's a good point. But no, you can't use your power on innocent ah, people. There you go. Yeah, she's a hero. She wouldn't do that. Exactly. Exactly. She's a hero. That's the she, goal she, she, for wants, she wants to get in on her own merit. Mm-hmm. Of which she has plenty. But of course, the system. <laughs> we've all been in multiple job interviews. The system <laughs> is not weighted towards you. So perhaps this is like kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dilemma, I guess. Um, if she's facing some villains that no tomorrow perhaps hmm. so like she can't just attack them how she normally would you know like out in the open not normally facing a villain she'd just like zip across hack at them with a her thread and and sort them out yeah like out in the open it'd be obvious that she's the one that's manipulating mm. them perhaps facing a different villain that knows tomorrow and is therefore a threat perhaps she has to lure them into an eyebrow threading appointment so that she can thread them and not have them suspect that she's the one controlling them. Could, could, could it be the leader of the uh, the Girl Scout troop? <laughs> yes. 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 I mean, yes, it can, of course. She's it... embezzling public uh, funds for from the Girl Scouts. And of course... Whatever it is. Manipulating the Scouts themselves to do her bidding. Actually, hold on. Plot hole. We're, we're setting this in Britain. It wouldn't be the Girl Scouts. Oh, it sorry. Uh, the, the Girl, girl guides. guides. Sorry. Or the, mm-hmm. or the brownies, or the rainbows. Various Ugh, old... just had flashbacks. Various all-female child clubs. This is just like an episode full of flashback trigger words for yeah. me, like eyebrow threading, <laughs> anything to do with damaging my poor eyebrows, brownies, rainbows. Use it, It Jake. could all fuck off. Use it. <laughs> Let it motivate you. Ch- channel so that Jake- into our girl guide villain. Yes. What would you do to the leader of the, the girl guides, Jade? Tell me. Um, force them to have a cookout camp out with barely any materials in the fucking wilderness. Well, I was going to say, can all of this come to a head on like a camping trip? Maybe like Pam is like Tammy's chaperone or something. Yeah, I was going to say that's the only way she could legit her way into um, it. Like she's volunteered, like she's not yeah. one of the parents, but she's like a member of the community. Yeah, she's part of the neighborhood watch. <laughs> so British. <laughs> she's part of the neighborhood watch and she's offered her services. Because and it all comes to a head on one of their coffee mornings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man, maybe uh, we've we've gone too far into English. At a, at a bake no, sale. No, no, keep going. Uh, at a bake sale at the local. Um, <gasps> maybe some sort of charity event where uh, Pam and Pammy and Tammy. Um, God, <laughs> we th- we um, did that. They get together in some sort of like village fate, and they try. <laughs> 
This is so quintessentially British, I love it. And Pammy decides to set up kind of beautician stall and she hopes to kind of lure in this villainous The overarching guy. villain. The overarching villain is a member of the local council who's like, no, your um, eyebrow threading business is not up to code. I should have called this the hot fuzz method, man. <laughs> I should. What have I done? Local council isn't in hot fuzz. What? Are you kidding me? Everyone is in hot fuzz, isn't it? That's the... Yeah. Well, no, no, the big, the big, uh, well, I suppose, spoilers yeah. if you haven't seen this classic film. Spoilers um, for a 10-year-old film. Na- neighborhood Watch, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, it's Neighborhood Watch, not Local Council. Oh, dude, they got fingers in many pies. I mean, I guess. Anyway, back back to it. Supreme, back to Supreme Eyebrow. eyebrow which would... we're not saying enough for this episode because it's such a great name. Supreme Eyebrow. See, like, what kind of superhero is she? Because at the moment she seems a little bit, she's less... Less Superman and more Jessica Jones right now. Yeah, I definitely envision her yes. being less of a flashy, outward, I'm saving the day type hero and more of a, I'm manipulating things to help people behind the scenes. Okay, but she's good. She's a good person. She's a she's hero. Definitely good. Oh, definitely good. Right? She's, she's a superhero. Can't prove anything. Can't prove anything. Are you implying that Jessica Jones is anything but a great hero? Because she's great. I love her. She does her best not to be a hero, doesn't she? True. But... She does does the job in the end. And also, mm-hmm. she's a private detective. She legally has to be a superhero. Exactly. Mm. But I, I do like the idea of a, a, a little bit more of a subtle superhero. Again, it's that inspiration, Jade. You and me, we push our boundaries, and now, consequently, we are pushing our boundaries in the show. Hmm. Let it be said, inspiration works. What goes in, comes out. I'd like to add something to that. Cool. Um, if you're going to write a character who's main ability is eyebrow threading maybe study up because i don't know how eyebrow threading works i think it's literally like as clearly the uh the only one who uh i'm not not experienced with eyebrow threading i think it's just like you get two pieces of thread and you literally just pull out eyebrows until until it's into a shape that you find aesthetically pleasing i believe and i think that's literally it sorry to all the uh eyebrow threading listeners out there feel very very free to correct us but I believe it's sort of taking string in a way that it creates like a tiny like little square for you to place the hair in and then you tighten that and then you, you pluck them out like that. Real simple. Why not just use fucking tweezers? Because some cultures didn't have tweezers, Jade. They had string you... and they okay. used that instead. Okay. We probably are missing out like a massive like component that would make it completely yeah, different probably. from tweezers. I'm afraid my only experience is with eyebrow waxing, which was the most hellish experience of my teenage years. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Is this the, vi- is this can- the villain of the piece? Can- yeah, it's can we villain. have another villain that's like a, a wax artist or some sort of waxer, beautish- like a rival beautician waxer? Can it be like a hairdresser well, who exclusively makes fringes? <laughs> that cover oh my up God. eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, that'd be Emo so good. fringes. Like, imagine, because she has to very- see the eyebrows in order to read them, right? You could very easily set up this villain from the very beginning at the interview. Oh! She's yes. in the background while the interview's happening with the boss. Yes. No, she she's the person who interviews her. You think you want to be that obvious or... Oh, dude. Or how about it's like um, the person who's being interviewed, who's the interviewer, they're just bragging about their, their latest hire. Hmm. Who, yeah, okay. Who is so-and-so and they've just done my hair for me now. And they, they reveal this long, flowing, voluminous fringe. And that's why that's why she can't read her eyebrows because she say. just had her hair done. Yeah, there we go. That that's, oh, that's why great. she fails the interview. Mm. 
And this this villain, this hairdresser villain, will go on to be a real, real tough nut to crack because she has, like, head armor across her forehead. Wait, can can the hairdresser be a guy then? Fucking, of course it can. Yeah. Of course it can. They're bringing back the bowl haircut um, <laughs> specifically for the reason to defeat Supreme Eyebrow. <laughs> Not even... Tammy, not even tip they top. Go, they go on long rants about like buzz cuts and hipster man buns and all that. They're just like against anything that doesn't cover up the face. Eyebrow threading has only become a thing recently, hasn't it? It's, it's been around for quite a while. It's oh. been around for centuries. It's just um, it's in vogue now and it's like a very particular skirt. It's, it's flashy, isn't it? Well, a could our find. villain maybe see it as just a lightning in a bottle kind of thing? I think so. They, they can, maybe they can see it as like a flash in the pan and be all like, oh, no one will care about that soon enough. It'll, it'll blow over soon, but no. Hmm. Old Pammy, she keeps going. Yes, yes, okay. We're, we're actually almost getting like a rogues gallery as well because I'm still stuck on this whole girl guides villain thing. Oh yeah, we need to come back to that. I don't know how much more you can really add to that. She's a girl guide. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, isn't it? Yeah, she's a girl guide leader. She manipulates children. <gasps> can it be through song? She, of course it can. <laughs> Hymns. Oh, oh God, Jade, you're really going for your childhood now, aren't you? Well, I don't actually know. Hold on. My experience with rainbows, brownies, and girl guides was entirely religious. I don't know if that that's the norm, like if girl guides as a whole are a religious thing or not. Uh, I was in scouts and we just played a lot of football. Fucking lucky bastard. Okay, well let's <laughs> let's have. Which is entirely a religion then. of itself, really. Uh, football. Yeah, I guess. Football, football. Bob, bob, bob. Lads, lads. Foot, football. Foot, oh, football. Uh, the off offside rule. Can't, can't wait for our football name generator hero. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Week. It's a, it's a coming. Oh, the thing about Wenger is. Um, can we have like a sports-based villain? Oh, a fencer. Can't read a fencer's face. Right? Beekeeper? I think we're veering way too... What about a, a bee- oh, beekeeper? A beekeeper. I think we're getting sidetracked. <gasps> no, we... <gasps> no, I'm talking about a beekeeper villain. We can have a beekeeper villain. Don't think that, about that anything else. That is pretty quinta- quintessentially British as well. What, a dog? <laughs> a dog on rails? <laughs> no, a beekeeper. I was on your side for that. Look, if Sidetrack, which I'm not condoning, if Sidetrack was in England, he'd have a real rough time of it. <laughs> because of Southern Rail. Yeah, the network around here ain't that great. Okay, so this this beekeeper villain. Beekeeper are you villain. Envisioning them? Literally called the beekeeper. Okay, beekeeper. what if the beekeeper and the hairdresser are one in the same? No, no. I tell you why no? that's a bad idea. Okay, go on. Because one, the hairdresser idea alone is great. Okay. Imagine that hairdresser having like a what was the band's name? Seagulls. Um, flock of seagulls that kind of hair that just goes right over the, the eyebrows right that's the kind of shit you want for that guy but with a beekeeper not only do you have the beekeeper um, head helmet headset angle but also <laughs> the beekeeper headset for, for, beekeeper for, headset. Uh, for tuning into the support team back at the, uh, the house watching you <laughs> as you uh, extract the honey <laughs> the beekeeper um, headgear the bonnet yeah, the I, I, bonnet and the hazmat suit. The beekeeper bonnet. They have that. But imagine when they're fighting. I imagine she's got some pretty nifty skills being able to like pluck the individual sort of threads on the, the grate. Being able to pluck those off, maybe. And um, tip top up arm as they're like punching and tearing the suit open. Imagine if they get up, 
the beekeeper and just slowly lift off their their helmet, their headset, and underneath is just bees covering the eyebrows <laughs> and bees over the hair. And how is she going to even contemplate? How is she going to manipulate bee eyebrows? That's a very good question. Um, you can't. She's perfect. Just, just, uh, yeah, but even underneath the bee eyebrows and the bee hair, there's just, there's nothing. She's... It's, it's a double it? bluff. Yeah, this person has no hair. Yeah, they've got alopecia and they've got, like, not a strand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a double bluff, like... Um, a triple bluff, Supreme even. Supreme eyebrow finally gets the bees off and she's just dumbfounded because she's like, no, no, because she realises there's nothing. That, 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 that's a real final form kind of thing. You've got through oh, all these dude. different boss boss levels and then you get to the end and just no hair. Here's okay, this. wait. What? Wait. I have a question. Is it about the beekeeper? That neither of you are going to be able to answer. Oh. So I might have to look it up. It's not about beekeeping, is it? Because <laughs> eyebrow, no, no, eyebrow no, no. threading's it's... fine. Beekeeping, you've pushed me too far. That's how you scope. Well, <laughs> what if, hmm, what if um, eyebrow threading isn't just for eyebrows? What if it's also for bee wings? Imagine... <laughs> Uh, That's so not what I Sup- meant. Imagine supreme eyebrow individually plucking every wing of every bee in order. Imagine that splash page right now. No, 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 not not the wings, the antenna. Oh, the you accuracy! You guys just went way off what I was going to say. We're going on, on. Yeah, we went off molecular level. <laughs> we went off, but in a the best way, and that is the the center peach, uh, centerpiece splash. The page. center peach of this story. It's a real peach. Of a centerpiece, of center peach is also the name of one of our sports heroes. <laughs> I, I, no, I've learned my keep lesson. Keep going, keep going. Don't get sidetracked. <gasps> no, I've learned my lesson now. If I resist these too much, you guys make a thing of them, and then you play it. St- We're going to nineteen this episode. We're going to bring back sidetrack. Don't. I'm sorry, but every single appearance of sidetrack has been totally organic. To the process. Yeah, I didn't bring Sidetrack back. So, Jade, what was your idea? I don't remember. All I can think of is Sidetrack right now. Are you fucking kidding me? Please, save me from Sidetrack hell. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe maybe attacking physically and manipulating physically isn't how the beekeeper is defeated then. Maybe it's about empathy. Yes. And understanding emotions. Like, maybe the beekeeper in their... Be covered and then suit covered self is creating layers that keeps the outside world from empathizing with their situation. Oh. And they've never had someone understand how they feel. Yes. The only people who understand them are the bees. I, yeah. I, ne- I never, then, never realized our most tragic character would be a beekeeper. Yeah. It's the magic of a bit by a radioactive podcast. Just as long as they don't end up like the beekeeper from Hannibal, because that still oh. gives me nightmares. Ew. Don't Google that. Nope. I totally, I totally implanted that idea in their head. They're gonna Google that now. Oh well. Suckers. So somehow Ooh. we got some sort of like flash effect going on where a really weird superhero is now creating all these fantastic villains. <laughs> it turns out that uh, eyebrow plucking just opens up all these doors creatively. Can we go back? What kind of person is Supreme Eyebrow? What's Pam like? We never really got too much into her personality. No. I imagine she's quite... She's very hardworking. She's <laughs> she's very... Um, she's got these thick, very well-kept eyebrows herself, right? 
So she's got to be like a very focused individual. In a hard world, she's she's trying to do her best. Maybe yeah. she used to have her eye- eyebrows poked fun at, but now she started to own it. Yes. Yes. Maybe, oh, maybe, right, her backstory, how she discovered her powers, right, is that she used to have very bushy, unkempt eyebrows, and she got poked fun at her for it. But I'm just going to leave the room. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jay, just just tank that childhood trauma. It's fine. I'm tanking, I'm tanking. <laughs> tank real hard. So she used to make, had made fun of, um, but when she started taking care of her eye, eyebrows a little bit, she discovered her superpowers because they don't work unless, you know, she takes good care of her eyebrows. And then she started manipulating the kids, but then she was like, shit, wait a minute, this is pretty bad. Or she began manipulating the kids, uh, those who bullied her, but then another bigger target came up and then she realized, wait a minute, no, they're the people who I need to use my powers on, not these small fry. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea of her doing it selfishly first and then realizing, no, I can use this for good. Exactly. It's all about picking your fights and picking the hairs. There we go. I was, I was waiting for that. <laughs> There's a tagline. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Very, very nice. I would like to also add that culturally, this is a good time for an eyebrow threading hero with some good bushy brows. Well, well taken care of, but bushy brows. Mm. Just because following my own narrative, like, I got made fun of for my kick-ass eyebrows when I was a kid. Your eyebrows are lush. Exactly. But, like, at the time, so, like, sort of 2000, it was all about, like, the pencil-thin arch. Yeah. But now, everyone who's plucked their eyebrows to death is weeping because guess what's in? It's all about that bush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's careful. In more ways than one. Hey. Hey. Explicit content. <laughs> That's another supreme. That's a whole other hero. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if that's on the generator actually, because I did. I did just in case made a list of uh, evil synonyms just in case we wanted anything from that. Well, we need a, a a name for the oh shit the hairdresser girl guide counselor or whatever. Mm. I mean, unless you wanted to be called like malicious foot. Yeah, why not? That's 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 perfect actually. No, no, we're gonna no, we're, we're the, doing the this. This is the, uh, malicious foot. I was gonna call her uh, "girls guided." Oh, that yes, actually, I like that more because it sounds like she's. That's the manipulation thing coming in, isn't it? Yes, it is. I I didn't mean that the girl guide person needed like a villain name because oh. she's not like going around as an actual villain. I just meant like an actual real life name. Oh, okay. malicious as a first name. That's a really good first name. Kind of Corolla de Villish. And then foot is like a very British surname. Just a little sidetrack. Just a little sidetrack myself. You did it that time, not me. He's a little dog. He runs on rails. Um, I didn't actually get the name Cruella de Vil until I was deep, deep in my 20s. I didn't get that at all. You didn't get New Wave until halfway into last episode, but not last episode, episode before, but you know. I'm, I'm a slow one. I'm a slow one when it comes to names. Usually I'm quite good with the puns, but when they're thrown at me, I'm like, huh. Anyway, you were going to say something about your generator. Um, I was just going to say that Girls Guided is much, much more fitting than any any name I could generate from this old thing. Unless... All right, that can be her villain name, but Malicious Foot is so her real name. Oh, oh absolutely. Malicious Foot. 
See, the more you say it, the more it sounds real. Malicious Foot, a.k.a. Girls Guided. Oh. What what a peculiar episode we have recorded today. <laughs> but I like it. We've gone a little bit different. We've created a hero, but we created also 6,000 villains. <laughs> um, which shouldn't surprise anyone, as creating villains is quite fun, unfortunately. It's weird. We see, we've see we ended up with like a surplus of villains, but you, you both seemed so adamant that we needed an ice villain last week. I don't know why. We've, we've made loads of villains this week. T- uh, t- time will tell. Hmm. If you want, I can make time... another ice villain now. It's a ice cream van man. <laughs> it's an ice cream van man. His hat covers his, um, his hair. He has, and he has his a name... Mr. Whippy style hair. And his name is back something. To the generator. To the generator. I'm generating as fast as I can. His uh, name is Bartholomew Flake. Torment Back, uh, the generator gave me. <laughs> His name is Torment Back. He's like a turtle, but he has a uh, whippy ice cream for a shell. Torment Back. Oh, he has that like chocolate sauce um, that you can... T- Do you remember this? It used to be a chocolate sauce that would harden over time. You put yes. it over ice cream, and then if you hit it, it yeah. looked like a turtle's back. Torment Back, the ice cream man. We're all about that quintessential British ice cream sauce. I want to make more British heroes and villains. We we got to get on that. We do. And I think we owe it to our country. In a world dominated by American superheroes, we need to really hit back culturally. That and our country's shit. So let's make it seem a bit better than it is. Yeah. I always think... To... Well, by judging the girl guides. How, how dare Trashing you? Trashing the girl guides. <laughs> if you're a girl guide and listening, you're cool. Don't worry. We're just fueled by terrible experiences. Grudges. From all, girl from guide grudges. All three of our times in the girl guides. So, this is going to be a quick recap. Because um, <laughs> we we kind of, we didn't go off topic. We kind of left the topic very much behind us. Um, so, Jade, give us a brief rundown of who Supreme Eyebrow is. Supreme Eyebrow is the emotion-based hero. She grew up in the country she was made uh, made fun of for having bushy eyebrows as a kid. So she started tweaking them, maybe trying threading or waxing or whatever. But she realized that through threading her eyebrows, she could manipulate her own emotions. And she wondered if she could do that to other people. Hmm. So she gave it a shot and she changed the emotions of her bullies. Perhaps she made them extremely sad uh, for a few days. But then she realized that there were people that really needed help and needed manipulating in order to, you know, save people and help people in her community. Uh, So she decided to use her powers for good. Excellent. Uh, So as she grew up, she moved to the city. And that brings us to the next part of her story, Uh, Josh. Josh. Where she fails to get through as many um, job interviews with beautician parlors as she should. Um, All Mm -hmm. down, at least down to the main one that we're going to be focusing on, which is due to a evil hairdresser who really likes fringes <laughs> it's so good do we ever make a name for him um i can't go back to the generator it's, it's fine we, we, don't, we don't have to fringes mcgee we're, we're in the summarizing period we can't go back now no um, we're, we're done and throughout this she also starts fighting random british injustices uh, amongst beekeepers girl guides and briefly ice cream men very briefly that's like very, a very, very, very briefly all with the help of her sidekick who's working for her in just a summer job period what was it, what it was, was her uh, name? Tip, Ta- tip top upper arm 
And her real name, Tammy something? Tammy Tartan, I don't know. Tammy Tartan, <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, if she's Scottish as well. Tip yes. top upper arm. There we go. <laughs> and she has to invite um, both Tammy and Supreme Eyebrow, Pam Needlesworth, I believe. Needlesby. Right, need- Needleby. Needlesby, sorry. They have to fight about 10,000 supervillains. As you mentioned, Josh, we have evil beekeeper who uh, protects herself in lots and lots of layers of bees and clothes and headsets. Um, evil girl guide leaders, hairdressers, and pretty much anything. Maybe there can even be like a motorcyclist because, you know, the whole helmet thing. Oh, yeah, that works. It's a thing with barriers and with limitations your creativity can flourish just like ours have today you can do it too that'll do it for us today Ooh, ooh, i'm just gonna shake that out a little bit thank you so much for listening it means a lot that you take the time uh, if you can do us a few favors there's the classic itunes review that i mentioned to start the episode if you leave us one we may use your name to generate a superhero in this very show so just leave us one of those uh, even a star rating helps us out a lot with the whole inner workings of iTunes. There's also just the classic telling a friend, a loved one, telling a co-worker, anyone who's into comics, yell it from a, a rooftop of a comics convention, hey, I heard about this cool podcast. You guys should listen to it. Then I got more people to talk about it with. And, of course, we mentioned a few cool comic artists as well. Drugs and Wires... The Wastelands, you should go check out their works as well. It's all online. It's all free. And not forgetting Josh's recommendation, which was? Uh, it was Zenith, but it's not free. Go purchase Zenith. Buy people's comics. Don't yeah. just read them for free. Yes, that is true. Support the industry and it will support you. So, you have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I'm Dean McKnight. I'm Jade Sarson. And I am still Josh Randall. He is still Josh Randall. Potentially. So long, guys. Hello again, it's Josh here, rolling out them credits. Bitten by Radioactive Podcast is hosted by Jade Sarson, Dean McKnight, and me, Josh Randall. It is edited by Dean, and then I finish it off with a little tweaks at the end. A few little bits. Uh, You can become a hero on the show uh, if you leave us a sweet iTunes review, and we could be using your name in a prompt. You can get in contact with us via Twitter, BBR underscore podcast. If you maybe have an opinion on our latest hero, Supreme Eyebrow, I am still waiting on those moth and frog fan fictions. I'm not saying there's a deadline a, of any kind, but, you know, we'll see next week. 